The Old Pre-Meds Podcast, session number 34. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. As always, this podcast is here to help you, the non-traditional student, on your journey into medical school. And we take our questions directly from the oldpremeds.org forms. If you're not registered over there, go to oldpremeds.org, sign up for a free account, and go ahead and ask away. It's an awesome collaborative community of other non-traditional students looking to help you as you continue on your journey. And it's not just students. There are a ton of non-traditional physicians in there as, uh, answering questions as well. And this podcast episode, we have an awesome question from an NP that is looking to go back to medical school and and become a quote-unquote fully-fledged professional. And this person wants to know whether or not shadowing should be something that, that he or she does. It says, I would love to return to primary care one day as a fully-fledged professional, hence MDDO route. However, as per med school recs lists, shadowing is required. As an NP, I have worked alongside MDs and DOs in primary care. I have been doing many things that they do, including screaming matches on the phone with insurance companies. I'm not sure I recommend mentioning that in any uh, personal statements or interviews. Uh, challenges of EHRs. Uh, again, I'm not sure I would recommend that. Uh, at forms, paperwork, leaving work at 9.30 p.m. versus 5 p.m., etc. Of course, patient care goes without saying. That's what you want to focus on right there. All right, based on above, does anyone who is an NP on this form as and is in a similar situation advised if med schools would still want you to shadow in this case? So I'll answer that question. As an NP, and I've, I've worked with a lot of NPs and PAs turned MDs and DOs that want to go to medical school. Yes, you for the most part are doing a very similar job. You're working side by side with the MDs and DOs. You understand that a lot of the frustrations, obviously the goal of shadowing is to really understand what you're getting yourself into. So I I would think, like you're kind of thinking, that shadowing isn't really required. But there there is a difference between working as an NP and working as a physician. And the, those differences might be small from, from the setting that you are in, but they may be much bigger in different settings. I would recommend, and, and let me ask, actually, um, there was another kind of question next on here. It says, as a side thought, if I am dead set on internal or family medicine, is it desirable that I still shadow other specialties, i.e. ortho, GI, cardio, neuro, et cetera? So I, I would, just for the sake of you, in, in your particular situation, you, you come from a pri primary care NP background, you're interested in primary care, I would go out and shadow another specialty just to be a little bit more well-rounded, 
understanding more of that fuller picture of of what other physicians may do. Yes, I would still shadow. Um, your shadowing hours might not need to be as in-depth as somebody else's, a, a traditional student who who doesn't have the clinical experience that you have. I'm assuming that the the other physicians that you're working with, they know that you want to go to medical school, and so they're going to be able to write you phenomenal letters of recommendations, hopefully. And so shadowing really, in your case, isn't going to be for letters of recommendations. It's just going to be just a little bit of a big bigger picture. I wouldn't go crazy with your hours. I would get maybe maybe 10, 20, 30, 40 hours, not a ton, um, do a couple hours here and there and and really just polish it off so that on your application you have some shadowing in there. But it's going to be such a small part of, of who you are and your clinical experience just because you have all of that experience already. So I hope that helped. Um, it's, it's awesome. I, I love talking to MDs, or not MDs, to NPs and PAs that are making that switch. Um, it's always interesting to see why they're making that switch and wanting to become a physician. So good luck on your journey, and I wish you um, the best as you continue on. If you have a question that you would like answered here on this podcast, as I mentioned earlier, go to oldpremeds.org. We take questions directly from that form and answer them here on that podcast. And when I say we, usually I have the old, the, the old, he is kind of old, but I don't tell him that. Sorry, Rich. <laughs> we have the retired director of the National Society for Non-Traditional Pre-Medical and Medical Students, Rich Levy, and, uh, and myself, who is the acting director of the National Society for Non-Traditional Pre-Medical and Medical Students, also known as Old Pre-Meds. Um, so usually we are together answering questions, but the last couple weeks have been very crazy, and so it's just been me. Hopefully we'll get Rich back on here soon. So again, if you don't subscribe to us in, in your favorite podcast app, please do so. That, that allows you to get this podcast every week for free right on your device so you can play it when you need to, where you want to, and everything else. If you liked this podcast, I would highly recommend you share it with a friend or go leave us a rating and review in iTunes. You can do that at old, uh, you can do that, at, where can you do that? You can do that at opmpodcast.com slash iTunes. All right, I hope you have a great week. Go check out our, our other shows over at mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D media.com. We have the Pre-Med Years podcast, which is, kind of all-encompassing, non-traditional, traditional, kind of everything on your pre-med journey. And we also now have the MCAT podcast, something I've been teasing for a while, is finally released, um, and that's the MCAT podcast. You can find that at MedEd Media or at themcatpodcast.com. All right, have a great week. Stay motivated, stay encouraged, and continue on your journey to becoming a physician so that one day you can help all of those patients that you're hoping to help in the future. Have a great week. We'll see you next week here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.